Optimus Fields at My Living Truth, and we're back for another episode of Teacher's Lounge. So welcome. We're at block height 678,255, and the current price is 56,678. It's a little dip, Nick. I thought you're gonna I thought you're gonna be pushing this up, dude. Big money bags over there. I am, but I guess everyone <laughs> else is selling. Because I've been I've been doing nothing but buying. <laughs> <laughs> let's go dude uh your your uh michael sailor parody tweets are still killing me it, it's catching on too so trendsetters all around <laughs> yeah dude it's funny just trolling sailor i love sailor but it's fun just trolling them with those tweets because i don't know they're just funny to me and uh it reminds me of that one meme it's like I was telling you about it's like the the super buff bunny just standing there with his arms crossed and like the little bunny right next to him and it's like sailors the big bunny you know DCAing fifteen million a week and I'm just there DCAing my paycheck. Right. Yeah. I uh, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that hundred percent. Literally every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you paid weekly, man the best right all right guys um so first and foremost uh we'd like to make an announcement last week if you followed our twitter we started streaming the podcast on uh what's it just for stream for sats.com it is uh satoshi's dot stream satoshi's yeah we're using that service all right, well, yeah, so check us out for On The Breeze podcast uh, section. We'll, we'll get a Sphinx chat up soon. We're, we're still uh, having some troubles dealing with that. But to everyone that streamed us sats already, thank you very much. We love you. We appreciate you. It's kind of been blowing our mind. Nick and me and Jester have been uh, losing it in our personal chat. Like, dang, dude. It seems like we're providing I mean, some value for you guys, so that's what's up. Hit it, Jesper. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. Um, so so yeah, you can listen to the entire podcast like on Breeze Wallet, which is you know a, a non custodial Lightning wallet. So so you can you know deposit a a small amount on on Breeze and just uh, you can stream a Sats and then you can send little boost payments. And uh, w- with this like with this small like setup that we have it, it didn't take me too long to set up but but for like content creators like you can see exactly when in the when in the podcast like someone actually tipped you so so if you're if you're really curious about like what type of content that people really enjoy uh you can you can know exactly the second that they that they like said oh i'm really enjoying this and and paying you I mean, like, what a what an important tool for content creators. So I'm guessing that all the stream sets are are happening when I'm talking, right? They they just they just love my radio voice and and my humor. 
Uh, no, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's when Nick chimed in. Yeah, <laughs> that, that part is pretty clear. Uh, they're probably taking sats away when Nick chimes in. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn, dude. Alright. Alright. Uh Nick, you know I'm playing. Everyone knows I'm playing. Um I th- I think oh wait, no, actually we'll we'll do an easy an easy question. Um we we got this one. This was Jester. Uh he asks, what do you look for in a good wallet and what trade offs or features? So uh Jester, are we in this question, are we Aiming this towards a new Bitcoiner or an advanced Bitcoiner? Because I'd probably recommend different wallets. Uh, since this is Bitcoin Kindergarten, let's uh, let's keep it beginner friendly. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm curious what what people what people are recommending now because the landscape has changed quite a bit. Yeah, I agree. I I'll start it off and then everyone can uh, chime in. Personally, the wallets that I've been recommending to newer folks in the space has either been blue wallet or green wallet. Uh, people people might give me some shit for that because technically it's a little harder for a noob to run their own node with those wallets. But I try to give my new coiners baby steps. So first and foremost, just make sure they withdraw it from their exchanges and secure in a wallet with their own keys and blue wallet's been pretty simple it's 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 simple enough to get kids to use it so that's usually been my go-to wallet for for a noob just like you know download blue wallet you know write down your seed and then once uh, you have some money that kind of scares you in there then we'll then we'll talk about your your ways to secure it better but that's just because i maybe maybe i am not not giving enough faith into my pre-coiner friends or new coiner friends and so i just give them like you know the ease of use access for them but i don't know what are you guys doing are you guys are you guys making them dive down the rabbit hole 100 percent from the start or are you kind of giving them baby steps hi oh hi I always tell them to go on Cash App, and then when they reach a certain amount, Blue Wallet. And Blue Wallet's good just because it's easy to use, and there's the whole like custody part of it and showing them seed phrases and things like that. Baby steps. Baby steps. It It is a solid start. And uh, one thing that I was kind of impressed is like you could – you can add basically any wallet to Blue Wallet. Um, it doesn't really care, you know, like where, what, what BIP was, cr- what the wallet was created under. Uh, I I usually start people off with Electrum if I can like spend an hour explaining like, like all those different questions because I mean at 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 the end of the day like I really want to create a power user, um, and so. That that might involve having to explain a little bit what Segwit is, um, but uh, yeah, that that's that's just me. But if I plan on paying them at all, especially over Lightning, uh, I want them to have a Lightning enabled wallet. So I I have heard fantastic things about Moon Wallet. I think 
lots of the the folks in the lightning community have been trying it out and have really liked what they've been seeing but i haven't gotten a chance to check out their newest version yeah there's definitely a lot of wallets that i've been meaning to check out there's a lot of really cool wallets in the bitcoin space now that are probably super easy for noobs i just i haven't done the research yet so i'm not comfortable shilling them to people so i guess i got some homework to do guys nick what do you do you're you're the zoomer what do you tell your zoomer friends not the zoomer council i tell them to buy bitcoin or have fun staying poor <laughs> uh, i'm gonna uh, you you know me often uh, i bullshit with my friends uh, i'm harsh with my friends dude but uh i think most people like let's say people I don't really know that well and I can't really bullshit with them. <sighs> what do I say? I kind of just ease them into it. I really like Blue Wallet. I've gotten family and friends set up on Blue Wallet before. It's super easy to use. It's super slick. They're always coming up with new updates and stuff, making it better. So uh, yeah, I just direct them over to Blue Wallet pretty much just as like a starter. What do you tell them to buy? I tell them to buy from Cash App because they already have it downloaded on their phone. And it's super easy, super simple. Um, and then as they get more advanced, I will redirect them to other stuff. But for now, Cash App is super simple just because they already got it downloaded on their phone. And it, it kind of amazes them when they're like, oh, how do I buy from Cash App? And I'm like, click that button and click that button and boom, you're done. And it's like, oh shit, I didn't even know you could do that so quickly and so easily. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i recommend Cash App usually for people just because they have it on their phone. Like I'll, I'll be like, do you have Cash App on your phone? They're like, yeah. And it's like, okay, you can buy through there. But uh, lately, I, I, I mean, I recommend Swan and uh, River Financial. And then, you know, to some people that want to get a little crazier, I'll recommend BISC and maybe some, some local ATMs if they really want to be off the grid. Uh, it depends. Yo, Lurk, can you can you show Mun Wallet real quick? I saw Matt O'Dell talking about it, but I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it has the Lightning and the on-chain on it. Um, and the UI is honestly really easy. It's just like... A simple, I think it's like a eight, six digit password on the front, and then it has uh, like four letters kind of uh, an array of two rows. Um, and it's like a really easy password just to write down, but I mean, it's really simple. Uh, there's like a send receive, and then it has your amount, and then it has like a USD value under it. And yeah, it does both on chain and lightning, real simple. Can you connect a node on Moon Wallet? Or, or or is it um dang I'm blanking on what it is like the same as Breeze I forget what kind of wallet that that or what kind of node that runs I'm I'm blanking on the name right now guys but I'm not sure on whether you can connect the node or not but um I know that it's non-custodial because you get a you get to write down your seed words and everything like that uh yeah. Just for so you would have to write down like a seed phrase as well as like a, a password to to kind of enable the lightning portion of that. 
Uh, I'm not sure if that's how you enable the lightning portion, but it's like a alternative backup. And it's, yeah, just like, like phrases, just like letters, four letters. And then that's like two, it's like two rows of that. It's hard to explain. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, we got a, we got some, some Spectre shout outs, some more blue wallet, samurai wallet. Oh, X. I also saw green wallet with a yeah, shout green out. Oh yeah. Wallet. Did it. Uh, I I was just gonna ask OX. I don't know if he wants to talk, but um, are you shilling Spectre and Samurai to your new friends, or to more advanced users? OX, I'm not hearing you through the audio. Am I the only one? No, I can't hear him either. All right, Alex, your audio's messed up. Just just shoot it in the chat. It'll it'll be on screen, I guess. Um, BAP says Spectre for noobs. So it's it's pretty easy then. I don't know if you want to chime in or in the chat. It says super super easy. All right. Well, then I guess uh, I guess we'll have some homework to do and go check out some wallets. It's kind of funny though, when it comes to Bitcoiners, you like find a setup you like, and then you kind of don't change from that unless you're just really into testing wallets. You just kind of you know find something that works really well for you, and then you you know you're like set in stone, and then that's what you shell. But there's so many cool wallets now that that I've been meaning to go try them out and you know get get real fancy with it cuz it seems like some of these new wallets are way easier and more streamlined than what we're used to and they've been coming out pretty quickly so it's looking real promising in the wallet space. Let me see what you got over here. Yeah, for, for sure. But I think like at the end of the day the the qualities that you look for is probably like you control you have to write down a seed phrase so you're gonna write down like twelve to twenty four words, and and then now like I'm I'm gonna be shopping for uh, lightning enabled wallets, just so so they can actually like participate because an on chain transaction is now like several dollars. If you want that to happen anytime soon. So what's your favorite lightning wallet, Jessifer? Since we're on it. Uh, let's see. I I do really like Breeze. I I think that's like one of the easiest setups. Um, and Phoenix. Uh, if you want to go non-custodial. Um, if you're okay with uh, keeping a small amount of funds in a custodial wallet, like yeah, use use Blue Wallet, or or even LNTX Bot on Telegram, which you could just add to Blue Wallet. So yeah, tons. Of Tons of options. Yeah, Bap over here says uh, using Zeus. That's that's the that's probably the LN wallet that I use the most. Uh, you know, I I've used Zap and I like Zap, but Zeus has a little more uh, options and flexibility for me, and has been pretty sturdy. So that's that's probably the LN wallet that I like the most. But I've used I have a bunch over here. We have the fully noted shout out. Fully noted is really cool too. 
as as a new person, as you can tell, there's a lot of options. I think it just depends what you want and and what your needs are. So I don't know. I I think the consensus is Blue Wallet's easiest. Just, you know, I think everyone can use Blue Wallet pretty easily and, you know, fan out from there. Make it as as complicated or as simple as you want. Just just know the trade-offs to the wallets and what you're using it for and what not to do with them. So it's a little bit of trial and error. But uh, I don't know. Anyone want to chime in a little more before we switch this up? I kind of asked a different question, but um, I don't know if I'm allowed to change the subject. Yeah, shoot it. But for like multi-sig, because I'm starting to like play around with multi-sig and stuff. And I've been hearing like you shouldn't be using the same like type of wallet providers for more than one key. So I was like asking if anyone has any like input on what their different keys are, whether it's like you're using a Casa or an Unchained or uh, like all hardware wallets, you know, or a hot wallet, blue wallet is one of the keys. I don't know if anyone has any input on that. I mean that's the heuristic that I've heard yeah, as yeah, well. Can, but hit it back. So, um, Blue Wallet, if you run your own node, like Umbral, for example, you can you can run Ellen Ellen Bits, which is an app on the Raspberry Pi, and then you can use the LND Hub extension, which allows you to make sub wallets on your node. And then if you make those, you can import those wallets uh into blue wallet yeah or uh what like unchain capitals caravan to set it up isn't bab didn't you say specter you can do multi-sig with it Yeah, I've heard Spectre's like really good for multi-sig setup. So I've, I'm definitely going to check it out. But it was more so about the combination of like wallet types for your keys. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the heuristic that, that I've kind of uh, put in my brain. Use different wallet vendors so that if there is a supply chain attack on one of them or uh you know a problem with one of the wallets that at least you'll be able to get your funds out but I, i've seen a lot of people just using like two cold cards and you know like a like a mobile wallet or something like that and it seems to be working so i i think it just kind of depends on on what you want to do like uh, bap was saying you can use blue wallet and stuff and you know, I I, yeah. I think it just depends on like how much you want to spend to secure your your uh, your stash and then your technical level, right? So, you know, it, there there's some stuff to consider, but I think Wynick is you could probably get away with uh, using some some of the better hardware wallets and and then uh, maybe like a yeah. new wallet setup. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, basically relying on a Casa or an Unchained as one of the key holders and then also 
like using a hot wallet as one of the keys if there's any like downside to that so uh well i am not a casa user but uh i know someone in here might be but I, i'm not trying to dox them but i mean the one thing that you just got to be aware with casa multi-sig is that that you know they're holding your keys and i will say with unchain if, if you're paying for the premium uh and in my opinion it's it's kind of a trade-off because then they know your utxos and you kind of there's kind of a trust issue there where you got to trust the company and even though they i mean from what i heard though casa might hold two keys on those setup so that's a that's i don't know that's a trade-off i i might personally not take but with the unchained setup where they're just holding one key just to make sure that uh if anything goes wrong you'll be okay i think that might be okay for a lot of people depending on how much you trust yourself and and how you know secure you are in holding your keys maybe maybe you need that that company to hold a key for you so just in case if you know you mess up really bad at least at least they'll be able to help you out so i i think you know it all comes down to trade-offs but uh I don't know, man. I, I feel like you could get away with like caravan and some wallets and you'll be straight. You can probably even do it on command line, but I, I wouldn't recommend that for you, <laughs> for mm. most people. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm just going to keep playing around with different setups and see what I like the most. Yeah, that's uh probably the best route to go. Well, yeah, thanks, Kindergarten. Yeah, let's yeah well, one more thing I'll, I'll just add here is that you know, if you run your own node, I said Spectre, like probably the easiest solution. Um, you can import your XPubs from the hardware wallets that you have. You can create another hot wallet in the Spectre app to fulfill one of those keys if you don't have, you know, three pieces already. Um, if you don't run your own node, I, I really do think cost is the easiest. Um, and the thing about their custodial solution is like you can have a phone key, a hardware key, and the recovery key, but the phone key can be subbed out for a hardware wallet. So you can then in that case have two hardware keys and they only have the recovery key. So, um, you know, they're the easiest, but it's not free like Spectre. So I think it ultimately, like, um, <clears throat> like Optimus is saying, you know, it depends on like what you're looking to accomplish and like what your, what your technical ability is really. All right, guys, are we good on that one? I think we we could probably keep going for a while on wallets, but we don't want to confuse the people out there. Just know that there's a lot of options. Just got to kind of test them. Some are better for certain things, and and some are molded better for certain needs. So just maybe, you know, download them, transact a little bit of Bitcoin on, on when uh, the mempool is a little not not as hectic and you should be pretty good all right guys i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna change topics right here because this is kind of what i'm most interested in and and uh hopefully hopefully everyone chimes in on this or, or the majority of us because uh this is one of those things that just popped up yesterday or was it yesterday uh i think it was yesterday but this is uh in regards to the cryptocurrency group of innovation or 
hold on, let me let me get the exact the exact phrasing for this. <laughs> so yeah, hold on. I'm 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 looking for what it CCI stands for. Does anyone know off the top of their head what it is? It's cryptocurrency. I don't know. Hold on. I should have uh should have got this name. Oh, Crypto Council for Innovation. That's what uh that's what the name of. So, for those unfamiliar, it seems like some some big corporate names are creating a foundation calling it the Crypto Council for Innovation. And it seems in my opinion, to kind of be an attack on Bitcoin, it seems like another 2017 type issue where we have uh, these business business conglomerates coming in and uh, thinking what's best for the little man. They, they're seeking to lobby regulations and, and push innovations through and it, it's really seeming like a DCG 2.0, the digital currency group. And we all know how that ended. If, if those people, you know, people listening aren't familiar, they seem to be a group that was anti-Segwit and wanted all of us to play nice and act more professional in the 2017 era. And so personally, it's like BAP said, like CCI needs to go away. You know, I I personally haven't been too much of a fan of what I've been reading. It seems like a lot of, uh, how do you put this, like double speak going on, political speak going on to control Bitcoin. But maybe it's my adversarial Bitcoin hat coming on and i think everything is an attack on bitcoin but you know i think 2017 proved that bitcoin isn't just for businesses and it really doesn't matter what businesses want or think they got to adjust to the reality of the situation and what the node runners are thinking so what are you guys thinking crypto council of innovation are you fans of this just for i see you're unmuted yeah, I don't think Bitcoin lends itself well to top-down decision-making. I mean, just the the whole, like, idea, like, we want to create something decentralized. You know, we're going to be, like, attacking each other, like, at the, at the ends of the network, you know, getting in our stupid fights or whatever. And then for the stuff that we actually agree on, like, that's when you'll have, like, emergent innovation, where, like, just order will be created out of chaos because that's just what happens uh because we we can all you know find out for ourselves like what we actually agree on and 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 what we have in common whereas like when you when you have like some polished like politician uh or like trying to organize people it's it it always it always loses that uh the kind of like punk aspect that that bitcoin has to it um and it usually uh 
involves a whole bunch of compromises that the rest of folks are just not comfortable making. Like, I, I don't want to trade off, like, my privacy or, or like, the monetary policy or, or any of that stuff or the, the block size or any whatever agenda that, that some leader might want to push. Like, I want no part of that. Like, I know what's important for me, and uh, I'll be able to find some friends that, that will agree with me like on that, and we'll be able to build from there. Yeah, you, you got a lot of friends in the chat. Everyone is saying, fuck CCI, uh, commie takeover. Uh, all my homies hate CCI. So at least, at least we have consensus over here that it's not, not a good look. And, and furthermore, I mean, some of the names aren't surprising to be in there. You know, like it's got Coinbase and and Fred. How do you say his name? Like Ephraim, Ephraim, or something like that. He was ex CEO or ex president of of Coinbase and his new company. And so, like I said, it seems like a digital currency group rebranded, and it's it seems like they're they're doing what they failed at in 2017. It's like they didn't learn their lesson. And and now they're they're trying to rebrand, and and make it all good for Bitcoin. You know they're they're here to regulate on Bitcoin's behalf, and it it's just like it's it's a bunch of pencil pushing, in my opinion. Like Bitcoin's gonna do what it's gonna do, and I think Nick said it a bunch of times on the show. Like the laws and the regulation will have to adjust to Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin doesn't have to adjust to the regulators. And it seems like that's the avenue that they're going with right now, at least from just the press release that, that I read. It, it, you know, they're going to innovate Bitcoin so as to please the regulators. And like, fuck that shit, yo. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not down with this. And uh, maybe, maybe it was one of those like slay your hero moments because. I, I I wouldn't consider Square a hero, but I shill Square cash a lot to people. And so now, and I've been saying this for a while, like maybe I should back off shilling Square. And, and even though we, we said that in the beginning of the show, like Square and Cash App is super easy for people to get on. But um, I don't know. It, it's something to think about of, are they trying to co-op Bitcoin to better please please uh their shareholders and stuff so i don't know did you guys did you guys feel anything when you saw some of the names on that list or did, were you just like whatever fuck them <laughs> it's just not gonna fail. yeah exactly jim go on well um you touched on it pretty well the idea that some people would attempt to create a narrative that would be more appealing to the existing establishment that sets rules um, almost as if to say, we're not going to hurt you guys. We're, we want to play nice. And Bitcoin doesn't give a shit. <laughs> like what happens is organically people decide to build something and the, the, the community, the, you know, the ecosystem decides if it wants that. So if somebody innovates a, a product or a service and nobody really wants it, it doesn't go anywhere. 
But if somebody does innovate something like BTC Pay Server or Strike, you don't need somebody to go ask for permission. You know, is it okay if we do it this way? Or, you know, we're not, we're not trying to hurt you. It's like, no, we really don't give a shit about you. We're doing what we want over here. And, you know, good luck and have fun staying poor on your stupid old network. So, yeah, they're, they're just going to fail. So it's as simple as that. Let's go. One one thing I noticed, though, which I thought was funny and also, excuse my French, but retarded, was they had a point, or not a point, but a sentence in their press release that was something on the lines of Bitcoin has yet to succeed and it's still in an infant stages and, and therefore it needs a group like the CCI to make sure that it survives. And the first thing I thought was like, dude, Bitcoin already won. Like, what are you guys talking about? Like, no, it's the, the game's already over in my opinion. Just people don't know it yet. And, and I know it's naive and, and I'm not a, a code, a coder. And so I, I can't help on the development end. And there are things that we need to not need to, but there are things that we want to upgrade on. And for all intents and purposes, it can fail. But in my opinion, it's like, Bitcoin's already out of the gate. There's no stopping it. And I thought that was just a funny point of contention that they have. It's like, oh, Bitcoin is still in its nascent stage and it needs a group like us to protect it and, and make sure that it survives. And I, it was, it was like, man, get off your high horse. I, I was just laughing. Bitcoin has failed if it needs a group like that. Oof, wisdom. Did, did you see what I posted in general it's a tweet by Ayi talking about the this whole thing and the thread that uh, Beautyon posted. And Ayi was saying, this is pure FUD. Um, if this is what they're really trying to do, then it's, you know, it's already been tried and failed, as we've seen in 2017. Bitcoin is minority rule and no one can force me to upgrade my node. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with Ayi. And and I was tweeting uh, Beauty on Thread too, so um, I, I guess I'm a little torn because I didn't really see it as FUD per se, more of like a warning for people because there is a lot of new people that weren't here in 2017. But I'd, I'd agree with... Um, with AI, you know, like they can't get me to upgrade my node, but I think it was a solid thread of of what we should be watching out for, and and if you know if it happens as as Beautyon says, if we see those signs, then we we already know what the game is. So maybe it is a little fudding in in the sense of, or not fudding, but blown out of proportion, because like I mean I, I'd agree with, I'd agree with Bob like. It seems like they already tried this and they haven't learned their lesson. So maybe it's, you know, like Jim said, it's dead, dead on arrival. New, new people that haven't seen the meme of Superman and where it says, <laughs> I'm here to fix Bitcoin. <laughs> they, they haven't seen that one yet. So they, they, they just get involved. People like decide, oh, you know, it, let's get this narrative going and there'll be enough new people that, because they're not fully red pilled, that will rah rah the thing will get a little traction, and everybody like us just laughs because we know where it's going. 
know, so it'll, it's just, there's nothing you could do, you know, there's, there's, with the new adoption, there's all these new people and the same old ideal, ideas get recirculated and we're just going to laugh because Bitcoin doesn't care. Let's go. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was interested in everyone's thoughts on this one. And uh, I guess in, in hindsight now, it, it does feel like a nothing burger, but it's just funny. Is this going to just be um, another Nakamoto.com moment? where they come out that and it wasn't wasn't fred behind that as well or maybe it was someone else or i don't know every, all these scammers start to blend together so who knows bitcoin will survive i guess is the key key thought here it just feels kind of funny because it's like uh, there's like all this activist energy you know like between like you know black lives matter or any of that stuff that it's like, oh, like we're we're going to change things, and it's like to just have a whole bunch of, you know, big uh, like blue check marks, like get behind this like cause, like oh, like I'm I'm gonna fix Bitcoin, like it's it it seems like it's it's just gonna be taking you know political points from what what Bitcoin already does, which is just you know says you know fuck you and like we're gonna create the things that are important to us. I, we we don't we don't need a leader because we we kill them regularly. So I mean they're signing up for that. Yeah, I, I think you're you're right. It, it's a it's a good it's in a, a political good. sense. That's what I mean. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. Um. Let's see. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. I like what BTC Viking says. Uh, oh, dang, where to go? Oh, I missed it. He said something like, uh, "Bitcoin is for enemies. Hope, hope for the hope for the best, but prepare for the worst." So, I, I think that's kind of where we're at. I, I mean, it seems like a lot of us Bitcoiners are still have like PTSD from what happened in, in 2017 and you know, like seeing stuff we don't like, we instantly attack it and it's, it's becoming harder to upgrade the network. And I don't, did you guys see the, I guess like the, they, they came to a conclusion on the taproot activation, but it came down to a coin flip. So I don't, I don't know what you guys think about that or if you even saw that, but, um, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of Bitcoiners, and especially since the price has been going sideways, everyone's like at each other's necks and, you know, everyone's a, a fudster a scammer and it's just like the plebs are attacking each other and maybe everyone just needs a little price movement and, and 50, like, you know, what's it? 56K is, we're, we're all bored here. It's like we're down at 10K or 9K or whatever it was, so. I don't know. Maybe a uh, number go up just fixes it all, right? <laughs> yeah, guys. A coin flip. You didn't right. see that? You didn't see that? Wait, no, I didn't the see the coin flip. flip. I didn't see, yeah, I didn't yeah. see yeah. this. Coin so they flip. were like talking about 
I'll put the thread. Uh, they were talking about how or like whether they're gonna establish the activation through a block height or um I forget what the other thing was. Like I don't know what MPT stood for, but essentially the devs essentially were like, Well, let's just flip a coin. People were like, All right, <laughs> let's just flip a coin then. And I think it was because they really had no consensus and they really had no consensus against either. Um, so they're like, well, let's just flip a coin. Neither of these are going to break. So that's kind of my understanding. I don't know. I saw that Ben, the car man was part of the vote, but, uh, he's not here tonight. So I know I wish he was here. You know, I can't speak for him. Yeah. I wish he was here. I, I wanted to ask him about it. So, uh, what's Ben, the car man on there? Ben, where are you? And we need you, bro. Uh, I put the I put the tweet, so Bitmex did a a thread about it. You guys can check it out. I put it in the general. I'll I'll put it in the in the show notes. But yeah, it seems like uh, <laughs> the activation path got settled by a coin flip. So that's that's interesting. Who won the coin flip? Who won the coin flip? Is that what you said, Lurk? Yeah. All right, like, well, here's the tweet. Uh, I'll uh, I'll read out the tweets. So this is Bitmex research. She goes, it's one of four tweets. Taproot activation coin flip. Taproot is a Bitcoin soft fork upgrade proposal, which adds new capabilities that extend Bitcoin smart contracting capability. After over a year of discussion, there was no agreement on the activation methodology. However, on March 6, 2021, David Harding proposed something called speedy trial to ensure a fast activation, and his proposal seemed reasonably popular. After this, it then emerged that there was some further uncertainty over whether to use block height or median pastime, MPT, for the activation. In an attempt to resolve the situation in an IRC chat earlier today, some people agreed on a coin flip to help make the decision. This will be... be determined by a block Bitcoin block hash in block six thousand six hundred and seventy eight thousand zero seven nine. So about two hundred blocks pass. Uh I guess there was a coin flip on on whether which way to uh move forward. I think um yeah so the results are in Bitcoin taproot activation outcome via coin flip. You can check yourself. Bitcoin dash CLI get block hash. Um, I guess it's MTP. So median time pass. I wish we had a Ben in here so we can um. He could go over it. Maybe maybe we'll uh we'll have to ask him next time he's in here if he's here next week. But yeah, it seems uh like. The the way we're moving forward got settled by a coin flip. So I'm not sure how I feel about that, but at least at least it seems a little better than twenty seventeen, right? I mean we're not we're not out here killing each other, but it's uh it's moving along. I don't know. Shit's getting weird out there in Twitter land, guys. Am I the only one that feels that? Bitcoin Twitter's been mad weird. And sideways action. <laughs> exactly. 
just for you unmuted yeah i mean it is a sideways stuff like we're we're bored here <laughs> i mean here we are i mean we're so planned for hyper bitcoinization you know like we're we're stacking sets like mad like i don't know about the rest of you but i got like essentially zero dollars in my checking account i mean i'm i'm basically negative at this point so i am like, literally it, I'm, negative. Like I'm literally negative because today guys it's it's uh what the world the rest of we have to wait for the rest of the world to wake up to to our reality that we just set up like we know which way the which way the wind is blowing it's only a matter of time like you just you need one one misstep you know from from the global powers and then and bitcoin's just going to take over like <laughs> i I I don't know what to tell it. It's it's just a it's a matter of time at this point. Wait, Optimus, yeah. your bank account is negative. Yeah, doc, I'm like negative fifty something bucks right now. That that I've uh... taught you well. <laughs> exactly. I've taught you well. Yeah, that auto DCA hit me hard today. I'm gonna have to. Uh... Yeah, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see what's good. <laughs> I'm exactly on zero in my checking account, but now you're making me want to go negative sixty just to outdo you. Dog, hey, step your game up, bro. I thought you. Were... <laughs> How do you guys go negative? Um, what's the trick here? Well, this is this was just like my auto DCA, and I don't know. It just it it goes in every week, and. Sometimes I I either forget to put money in my account or I'm just short on money and it still goes through, but then I don't know I have to I have to put put Nick? money in paid like I don't know maybe it's your bank I'm I'm not sure. How I do it is I throw everything in the Bitcoin <laughs> and then all my all my bills are automatically reoccurring you know stuff. So when I'm on zero, it's not like they're going to deny my, you know, electricity bill or something. So they're going to, you know, take it from my account anyways, and I go into the negative. Science. Science. Just science. Just a science, bro. <laughs> That's some hard shit. Trust the science, stack sats. Take out loans. Sell yeah. chairs. Dude, sell your kidneys, sell your chairs. Sell blood plasma. Yeah, sell, as, <laughs> sell whatever you got. As Pierre Richard says, if your kids aren't accumulating a Bitcoin, evict them. <laughs> oh, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Dang. Oh, Axtail. My chair I sold is now worth $1,500. That's what's up, dude. Um, yeah, man. I I sold I sold my car a while back. I never really told anyone about it, and that was like around twelve k. And I think those sats are worth now like I don't know. My my car is worth like four times what it was. So I'm with it. Like, hodl gang, let's go. Dude, I sold my car at seventy five hundred, and now I like I just drive my Chevrolet legs everywhere. I mean, it's like <laughs> walking is good for you. I, you know, like I don't really need a car. Like you can still get around, but that, I think that was like one of the best decisions I made, for sure. 
like there's no reason like we need to hang on to depreciating assets anymore. I mean, why not turn it into the best money that has ever existed? Oh. Gang gang. Yeah, I I remember when I did it, I it was it, I had the tingle, dude. I ha- I had the tingle down under and was like I need to get rid of this as quickly as possible. And yeah, I guess I was sort of right. Shishi, why not cuz I see you guys unmuting yourself. Yeah, dude, I, I got uh, the stimmy. I got the stimmy. Oh, fuck, stimmy went into Bitcoin. Stimmy went all in. Thanks, Biden. Yo, Nick, what is it out here? It's a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so about the car, I think that's a great uh, something to talk about. I uh, had a big car payment, and I uh, I sold that. I broke even, and then I ended up buying uh, a classic pickup truck because I read online that they can go for so long, and then you only pay around like 250 bucks a month on average for like the maintenance, and then that goes to a mechanic's pocket rather than like a bank for financing or a car dealership, and so you actually get to support someone like in society, and then you get this like a cool piece of property that you actually give a shit about, not some plastic car that you leased or whatever. And so that's another model if you need a car, you know, if you live in the country or whatever. And uh, I fucking love it. <laughs> Let's go. Um, okay, guys. I'm going to switch switch a little, a little hard ride on here and switch topics. Um... This this one has to do with Coinbase, the evil empire. Their their earnings revenue came out and I think I think there's two important points to talk about. The first one is is more of a bullish news and the second one I'm sure is going to get everyone livid. So I'll start with the bullish news. The with their with their revenue that came out it was told to us that they have something about like 56 million registered users on simply Coinbase itself. So, you know, do some quick maths. If every single one of those persons that are just registered on, on Coinbase tried to get one Bitcoin, that's not even possible. And that doesn't even account for everyone that is in the world that doesn't know about Bitcoin. I think Nick said, what what was it, like 6 million active users on Coinbase? So, did you say 6.1? 6.1. So close to 6.15, but not close. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I mean, I, I've been telling friends around, the, around me that, like, there, there isn't too many Bitcoiners out there. But I think I've been kind of undershooting it. I, I was saying like 40, 50 million Bitcoiners out in the world. So maybe that number is probably higher, but I, I'd still kind of contend with the thought that there's only 40 million like actual Bitcoiners stacking sats consistently. So who knows? You know, who knows if my math's correct? But I think the real point of contention, and this got Matt O'Dell livid. I think he's actually off Twitter right now because of this contention but coinbase they're going public and they have 1.8 billion dollars in revenue 
and yet they sold all of their clients' KYC data for 300K to quote-unquote recoup damages or recoup money, and they sold everyone's data to the fucking IRS. Like, what the fuck, guys? Like, that's the most fucked up bullshit I've ever heard in my life. You guys are making $1.8 in revenue, and yet you sell out your customers? Like, dude, Coinbase's days are numbers. Yeah, exactly, guys. Like, I, I know people really like Coinbase Pro because it's, it's a good service, but shit, dude. I, I'd feel violated if I was still using Coinbase. But, I mean, that's just me. I don't know. I, I was... Uh, I didn't get as boiled as Matt O'Dell did because he went livid about the majority of the, of the crypto space or, or the space in general is selling selling the plebs out, dude. That you know, like, god damn. I I guess it goes back to the CCI. You know, like no one's looking out for you guys out there, and you best protect your neck, guys. Like it it's you know, like people are actively attacking Bitcoin and Bitcoiners. They just do it in sly roundabout ways and it's fucked up so i don't know did you guys see that did you guys feel anything about that you guys got any thoughts on that or what yeah i like the wu-tang reference <laughs> let's go <laughs> oh man they are shit corners bap but still they're the biggest liquid exchange in in the u.s so people are still using it. I agree. Use business. We're not people, man. We're the few. We're the few, baby. Hey, few, few. There's one thing I do want to give a shout out to Coinbase for. It's giving me free shitcoin money to watch like one minute videos and turning it into Bitcoin. Dude, thanks. Get out. <laughs> thanks, Coinbase. You're shit corner, dude. You're taking blood money, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? By any means possible, man. Stack sacks. Do you go out into the alley too? Yeah, you sold your soul for <laughs> you, you do some business in the back Bitcoin's alley. Bitcoin's worth selling your soul for. Dang, dude. Wrecked. The truth comes out, dude. Everyone's a scammer, even yourself. Sorry. Wrecked. Look outside. Uh, I mean, I I I thought you Yo, guys. There's a bald, there's a bald guy named Brian Armstrong outside my window right now. Getting his head sucked. <laughs> but he he doesn't want to say the word Bitcoin, so I don't know what he's asking for. Oh, I know, right? I don't know, guys. I... Your information to sell to the IRS, bro. Haven't you? That's exactly what he's at. He's just waiting for you to just to say your own information. My name's Isaac. Nice to meet you. Sold to the IRS. Right. That's it. Wrecked. Damn, I'm getting wrecked out here. Dog, you came out as a shit corner, bro. <laughs> wrecked. All right, guys. Well, I, it seems like you guys are a little quiet on that one. I, I don't, I don't. Uh, I'm not hating. I, I, I think I know why. Base fuck Brian Armstrong. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> fuck Coinbase. Fuck Coinbase. Hey. Never my shit in there, never will. Hey, wow, that's legit. It's it's just so messed up. I mean, you got like one like big company 
that is just willing to make a decision on behalf of all of its users to say, oh, hey, this data is actually mine to sell, which is, you know, completely mistaken. Like, how... this is uh, why we don't trust centralized entities. You know? They only stacked like 4,000 Bitcoin. And they've been in this shit for like 10 years. So Coinbase well, is going to have fun staying poor. Yeah, right. I was just about to say, well, it's it's pretty obvious that they're fiat maximalists, right? Why is everyone mad about that? They, I hate them. I'm happy. I'm pumped about it. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but I'm. it doesn't bother me either. All right. We're just pointing out that they suck. <laughs> I hope they just fail eventually. Right. Yeah. That that's that's gonna be. I mean, that's gonna be some shit when they do. If if there was a free market, they would have failed by now because they they're they have regulatory capture on their side. Right. That that's that's truth right there. All right, guys. I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll. Who else can we shit on next? <laughs> Who else can we shit on next? Let me see. I think the rest of this stuff is kind of bullish. We have over here. Oh, oh, actually, did you guys see Janet Yellen propose a global minimum tax? The fuck? I didn't. I didn't. But these people think they can just. Think of another angle to take people's money and call it some new, somehow what justifiable they tax. Charge you for a living? Um, I that, think that's all they ever do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with Jim, but I think their idea is to have a global minimum tax on corporations. So there's a. I don't know how. I don't know how they'd enforce this. You know, America. Who gets it? Exactly. I don't. Who who claims this and and like who is in control of this? It it just like did you guys read Marty Bent's uh, take this morning? It it seems like the powers that be, the central governments, have lost power completely, and and they're looking for any way to get that power back, but. You know, as Bitcoiners, we're just like, dude, like, nah, man, it's it's long gone, and we just need to get everyone on on the on the arc. But there's this quote from from the article that Janet Yellen said, and and I put a tweet out. It's like the feeling when they hit you with all them buzzwords, and this is her. This is a statement straight coming from her. It goes. It's about making sure that governments have stable tax systems that raise sufficient revenue to invest in essential public goods and respond to crises, and that all citizens fairly share the burden of financing government. <laughs> like, bro. All right. You know, that, that sounds like, like... Go print some more. It sounds like blockchain buzzwords to me, dude. Oh, man. And then... Um, I mean, isn't that the... Sorry. Shoot it, Shishi. I'm just saying, like, uh, I saw that the saw Ben Kaufman uh, post multiple times about how the CCP wanted to, uh, how China wanted to make that, like, time elapsed stimulus money. And uh, I can see them taxing people all around the world if everything's digital, holding any sort of partnership with Western trade. Yeah. um, 
Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, I mean, I I saw that uh, China said they're officially coming out with their own central bank digital currency, and it had that same that same clause in it where they will have some sort of timeout on on their currency, their their crypto asset or whatever you want to call it, their stable coin, where the people will have to spend it or or else they'll lose it. And it's just like, dude, just the Keynesians have run amok and it's they're just like they have no power and and they're trying to figure out any way for them to keep the power and control and control the masses and it's like man it's it's i want to say it's getting crazy but it it's it seems like it's been ine- inevitable and we've been watching this happen and you know as bitcoiner like the laser eyes have are turning into like a new meme you know like we see everything that's going to happen before it happens and then when it happens we're just like yeah i told you you know and, and bitcoin fixes this and opt out with bitcoin like it it's man these motherfuckers are going crazy i do think though that we haven't even seen like the first real battle right so so far it's just been an idea being debated i haven't seen you know any of these bands have been mute at best but yeah i don't i don't see anyone putting up a real fight or even a real I hate all that ray dalio fud Oh yeah, I didn't there will even... be a fight. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and it seems like it's happening right now. You know, the CCI is is one attack. The the government's trying to, uh, or IRS summoning Circle and Poloniex to get crypto traders' data. You know, they're they're doing whatever they can to continue to the stimulus print and. You know they're they're coming at us from a, a bunch of different angles, and um, dang, I'm, I just blanked on something one of you guys just said. I was gonna bounce off, but I guess it's not that important. Let me see what you guys are writing. All right, I guess guess not much. Uh, there was there was a a tweet that our our boy zach zach of earth he quote tweeted my buzzword of uh janet yellen and he goes like it's a choice and this is your choice bitcoin version or the fiat version so remember what janet yellen says she goes it's about making sure that governments have stable tax systems that raise sufficient revenue to invest in essential public goods and respond to crises and that all citizens fairly share the burden of financing government and then zach goes with another quote tweet of, I don't know where this is from exactly, but it's in regards to Bitcoin. He goes, it's about making sure that individuals have a stable monetary system that does not raise the number of units in the system, regardless of cries for investment in public goods or responses to crises, that all individuals are sovereign, sharing burdens of another only by consent. So let's go. Bullish on Bitcoin, guys. Always bullish on Bitcoin. Well, let me see what if else. If they were going to do it like in an honest way, they would just they would they would like issue taxes, but they're they're not doing it in an honest way. They just want to want to make us feel comfortable with the fact that they're just increasing the money supply from like every government on earth. And and we're just supposed to be okay with that. 
instead of like you know here we've we've got an opt-in option that you know, like that has a monetary policy that is you know predictable it's hard coded it's not going to be taken advantage of instead uh governments around the world seem to be pushing this idea that they're going to you know control the money supply and make uh sort of activist decisions on who who gets the money and who doesn't i mean like even with a stimulus check or whatever i mean it's it's missing some people uh and at at the same time it's just like eviscerating savings from from people just regular people around the world well remember Jessifer, we we should we should be happier simply having a job than have any savings at all Shouts out to Christine Lagarde. <laughs> like what? The I, this fuck? is uh, ro- Road to Serfdom. It's it's got it like written all over it, dude. Like these people are absolute batshit crazy. Like it's insane to me. Well, it it's not insane anymore, obviously, but this game is insane. That that these people are such megalomaniacs that they think they can just control everything about people and here we are you know covid two weeks and people are still falling for it it's like what in the hell is going on like are we really the 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 small few that get this or are people waking up to this it's it's fucking insane dude absolutely insane people are dumb that's true and and i'm a I am team human. I'm optimistic when it comes to humanity. But damn, man, we can be really dumb and cruel as well as brilliant and, you know, like good people. But I don't know, man. The real fight isn't with politicians. It's convincing your fellow human not to be poor and dumb. It's just the Matrix. The (laughs) Matrix meme, right? The lady in the red dress. The very people you're trying to wake up from the system will fight you till the very end, or whatever he says. Well, Jesus, man, it's this, this we had a bunch of bullish news on here, and it, I'm kind of depressed. I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm super yeah. bullish. I'm super bullish still. We need Nico in here being like, guys, <laughs> fuck it all, fuck the commies. <laughs> but it's twenty-one million. It's true though, dude. It's just like. Commies are everywhere, dude, and the, and they seem to be infiltrating the. How do you say it? Like, the, the people fighting the good fight at times. You know, the commies can only hide their colors for so long. People want to control you. People want to make sure that you are under their thumb. That you are a poor peasant for the rest of your existence and. It, like Bitcoin fixes this. Fuck that shit. You know, like that's why we're here. That's why we show up every Wednesday because all this crazy shit they can try to do. It doesn't really matter. Bitcoin's here. Opt out with Bitcoin. You know, let let them try their crazy games and Bitcoin will continue to chug along every 10 minutes. A new new blocks coming in. So, you know, blocks is real citadels now. Well, that's kind of. All right, so we have on here, we had it on here for a couple of weeks. I, I see we're kind of, we're hitting probably the hour mark, but we, we've had this question on for a few weeks, and, and I guess we'll have to move some of these questions back till next week, Jessifer. 
But the question is, how does Bitcoin change diet and or food systems? And there's been a lot of really good podcasts from with Marty Bent. One in particular, he was with uh, the guy from Sphinx Chat. I, I forget what the guy's name is, but it was super bullish. It just came out a couple of weeks ago. And after they started talking about Sphinx Chat, he was talking about, you know, like regenerative farming. And and then a podcast that came out this week was John Ballast with Untapped Growth. And I forget what Poof's Twitter is. I think it's Bitcoin and Cows. And I didn't even finish the whole thing. But what they're doing over there, dude, it's it's so rad. They're They're, you know integrating Bitcoin into their thesis of regenerative farming. And it seems like a one-two punch of mining will, will proliferate energy and, and the re, this, this effort by like untapped growth and, and others of regenerative farming will, will bring back sovereignty so we can have a better use of, of the energy and as as long as people are able to raise cows and and not not deplete the earth anymore then then we can get back to these little sovereign communities and so i definitely recommend you guys go listen to that and i saw he did a podcast with marty today or it just came out today so i'll definitely go listen to that but i know i know we have jim in here who's who's a hardcore carnivore so I definitely like to get your thoughts on that. And Shishi, I I know you you kind of are on a, a co-op farm too. So I don't know, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this or if you listen to those pods, but definitely listen to those and and then you know either come back to us or maybe you have thoughts right now. Jim, man, you go first, man. If he's there. No. Okay, I'll I'll hop in. Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> I definitely uh. I don't raise any cattle because uh, it's one of the reasons why I also like, love Bitcoin is that I like to free up my time. And uh, one of my goals is to like make enough compost on my farm to not have to buy any. And I won't buy any. So that's like my limit to growth. And so I'm making all my fertility. I'm not, I've only bought seeds so far. And uh, yeah, I'm just growing veggies and fruits and fruit trees and I'm just making a two acre permaculture forest and uh bitcoin definitely enables this you know uh, I, I lost a revenue stream uh this week a substantial one and uh i don't give a fuck so i'm not stressed i'm, I'm farming I'm, I'm gonna create like many revenue streams the farm is epic man like you can think up a new revenue stream every day um i think sticking just to one thing isn't isn't great so if you're gonna raise cattle like uh I'd rather raise, if I'm already into like raising animals, then, you know, and all the work that comes along with it, you know, actually we were discussing this today because I started watching that podcast or listening, sorry. And, uh, you know, imagine all the work that goes into just like milking a cow and you go to the supermarket in two seconds, pick up a gallon for three bucks. Like that obviously has been devalued to the point where the quality is just not, it's not good enough to garner any sort of substantial margin for them. And, and that, that's a huge problem. You know, I saw some threads today, people buying plastic wrapped avocados because they don't want to cut them, you know? I mean, we got to get back to doing some work. And I think Bitcoin allows for you to do the work that actually fucking matters, like making your own fucking food right from your house. Like people were talking about greens going bad in their plastic boxes. Like, 
Why are you storing greens in boxes? Just store it in your yard. Go cut up some salad and make it right there on the spot. And you got all the vitamins right there, you know? Like, I, I think, like, within two weeks of harvesting a green, um, like, 60 to 70% of all nutrition is gone. So, you know, I can, I, can, I can go on a rant now for an hour by myself. So, if anyone wants to hop in, I mean, that's my rant. Grow your own shit. Keep going. Everything, man. I mean, if anyone wants any tips, like, hit me up anytime. Like, uh, I mean, I'm just here trying to make it self-sustaining and not, uh, not trying to import any... I, I see people like, oh, I'll just buy this potting soil. And I'm like, ah, like, why? Like, making compost is so easy, man. Like, really. Like, I gotta, I have, like, a mulch drop-off, like, whenever I want it. Um, this guy just cuts down trees and delivers it within five miles of the house. And I use that to make, like, a substantial amount of compost. And, you know, there's so many good methods that you can use depending on what you have in your surroundings. Like, I gather all my leaves. I, I ask my neighbors to, if I can gather their leaves. and you know, I just have this like abundance of like organic material that I'm using to leverage into food. And, and I think that's sovereignty. Uh, I think a heavily armed clown is telling me how growing your own food doesn't build a, it doesn't really give you any sovereignty. And I uh, didn't really understand that. You know, I didn't understand his perspective. I, I would love to talk to him on here about it. I'd love to get him on here one day or something, you know, hear his perspective in more depth than on a 140 character tweet. But, um, that's my rent. You know, if you could buy even a quarter acre, that's enough to supply you with an abundance of food. Like, it's a shitload of food. So, yeah. Awesome, Auto and grow food. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I was kind of thinking that, too, when I was listening to Untap. Like, yo, I think we got to get him on here someday and uh, have him do his spiel. So, Nick, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to talk about that. Let's make it happen. All right. Fuck yeah! Well, I would I'd love to have, love to, have to chat with that guy for sure. Just yeah, to... on uh, on Bitcoin Rapid Fire, the the John K. Vallis uh, podcast with the he, he had that episode on decentralized grazing, and I, at least in the first part of the conversation, they were talking about how uh, you're kind of losing you losing soil fertility, and so so Shishi, like you're you're using compost to kind of like restore that so that, I mean, yeah, the the way that they were talking about it was like, it was sort of like this extractive behavior just because farmers just didn't have enough time to spare like on, on, on the side, like they had to like take on like extra jobs and, and then somehow that, that resulted in, in them kind of extracting nutrients or, or just losing soil you know, to these crops that they were growing just in order to make a profit. I mean, you're spot on, man, but, you know, they fed into the fiat way of thinking. You don't have to, right? So, you know, apply your Austrian economics here. You know, do you need a tractor? You know, you said your Chevrolet's. I love that. I wrote it down. Never heard that term before, you know? Like, I don't even have a gas-powered lawnmower here, dude, all by hand. And I'm going to prove this model. And, uh... I don't see an obstacle that I can't overcome. So, yeah, man, I'm making compost in like a three-pronged way. One of them is a static wood chip pile. It's called uh, the Johnson Sioux method. You can uh, Google that. It's like been popularized very recently. Um, and all that is is just wood chips, and you keep them wet. And <laughs> the earth does amazing things with that. And, uh, you know, mycelium, there's, there's a guy who compares Bitcoin to mycelium, Brandon Quidham. 
Yeah, yeah, so, you know, the interface between soil and wood is mycelium, right? That's the primary decomposers of uh, the forest floor. And uh, the forest floor soil is awesome for vegetative growth. And so, you know, you have, you have that as like a volume that you can keep static. And there's many different creative things you can do with that. And then, you know, you have a vermicomposting situation where, man, it really is hands off. You set it up right. You know, really doesn't cost you much time. That's sort of like they do the work for you. You know, yeah, it's the initial investment of buying some worms and having them propagate, but that's really effective. I've started posting about that as well. Um, and then the third way is just your old flipping compost, right? So you have like your basically imagine every compost pile is an interface of like chemistry, right? So, you know, you have your browns and your greens, you have your plant matter that, you know, your tomatoes that you grew that you need to. You know, what do you do when, when that's done, right? You just compost all that biomass, mix it with some wood chips, some leaves, stack it up in a huge pile, wet it, wet up every brown layer. Dude, you have compost in a few months. The best compost. Like, you can't buy that shit. Like, literally black gold. Mix those three together, and you're on fire, man. You can, you, you can build out a, your own fruit forest that's incredible, you know? And you did it with your own two hands. And, like, all you need is time and, like, some effort and... You can take your time with this stuff, man. Like I'm setting my place up really slow. Um, I want to learn my land. Permaculture is about leveraging what you've got. Understanding what you have isn't so quick. Like there's so much that like uh, you can't change with observation. But man, like the, the opportunities of di diversify. I, I mean, here where I live, man, I saw there's like an edible forest that the city maintains. And the first time I was there, I saw that they had goats there. And I knew what they were doing. They were rotationally grazing goats like around town to deal with the, the shrubbery and to like maintain the land. And I'm just like, you know, everyone can, can get involved in this stuff. You just have to want it. And yeah, man, rant over. No. So, so like in that situation that, that I was describing where they were kind of losing soil in order to produce crops, uh, it, it sounded to me like they were trading their, their future, like a, ability to grow crops for sort of like a short uh, short-term need to like sell crops is would that be a, a fair characterization and then yes. you know like you for example are like you're composting which is sort of like sort of investing a, a bit in the soil so that you can have future growth yeah man i mean you know i'm mining man you know like i'm mining but i'm not stripping my land i'm adding to it and like, obviously that comes from somewhere, right? And so I have a very small piece of land compared to what you can go out and get these days, you know, depending on, you know, where you're at. Um, I only have two and a half acres. So I rely on this guy to bring me wood chips. Like I, I'm going to rely on that forever, but I live in a central location so that I can receive those wood chips. If I didn't, I would probably have a few more acres of forest so I can leverage like the forest resources, right? And you know, forest management is fruitful like forever. Man. If you do it right, you could have a self-sustaining system pretty easily. Um, I just wanted to prove a model on a small piece of land. That's my goal, you know? Um, so there's many ways to skin a cat to build soil. Like you would stacking sats, right? Like you want to build soil every year, not deplete your soil every year. Um, a great video on this is just, you just type in Paul Gauchi back to Eden Garden. Like that basic principle is like how I garden, you know? I'm building soil um, 
I'm basically keeping it mulched all the time, keeping the mycelium always active, you know, keeping that relationship always, you know, kind of like be cautious, right? Like you can go hundred X leverage on your business, buy a bunch of tractors, buy a bunch of fucking land and do all that shit. But then, like you said, you have to meet your, your obligations. It's like going hundred X leverage on your, on your Bitcoin position. So, I mean, there's just so much you can do to compete in that realm. And I think staying small and nimble is always the best, you know? I think wow. you need to get in contact with untapped growth, bro. Guys are doing slightly different things, but I think you guys kind of have the same goals. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to chat with you for sure. Yeah, shoot him in the DMs or, or me and Nate. We'll, we'll talk about maybe we can get him in here and uh, give, a, give us a, a shill on, on low time preference and, and Bitcoin and farming. Because, uh, like, I, I'm, I'm a city boy. Like, I'll be I'll be honest with you guys, you know, like farming doesn't sound like something I want to do. But when I was listening to this, it was like, damn, that sounds pretty dope. Like I I could maybe see myself doing that sometime in the future or, you know, like it's it's I don't know. It just it sounded really fucking cool. And it just goes back to how, you know, like like the taco carnivore Bitcoin plebs, it's it's kind of a it's it's a joke on the carnivore bitcoin guys but like bitcoin does have a way of changing what you eat and and changing your outlook on on the world and trying to lower your time preference on on every conceivable behavior and i think this is this is one of those areas that has yet to be explored and and it's just super exciting to see bitcoiners you know do all these crazy things like bitcoiners are super smart and and yet here here i am i'm just a freaking i'm just a shit poster like all right guys we gotta step it up nick i think we need a i think we need yeah. to be less dj you know one last thing yeah yo one last thing on that is like who are you trusting and how are you verifying your food oof wisdom I mean, I mean, just on that note, I, I, I've been thinking lately of like, man, I need to get better beef around here. So uh, I'm, I'm in the market and looking for, for like either a local butcher or, you know, local, local cattle raising person that could, you know, direct, direct to my home with, with some delicious meats. And I don't know. I, I am, I'm, I definitely understand what you're saying, Shishi. All right, guys. Well, at this point, I think I think we've been going on for a little while. Uh, there there was a few few news news points that I think would be cool to talk about. Uh, in particular, we have we have uh, just for our in-house Lightning guy. So Lightning Network reaches ten thousand public nodes. You you want to do a little quick quickie on that one, just for before we sign off. Uh, I have to give uh, a shout out to Umbral because I, I think they really inspired people to to actually set up lightning nodes, which which is uh, at like just starting up a lightning node like that that is an investment in your future because you will be eventually transacting in Bitcoin and uh, and like opening channels now is is an investment in the in the in the future. 
like it will allow you to make transactions much cheaper um and it it could eventually like uh allow you to earn earn yield on on your bitcoin uh so like the fact that we have like 10,000 lightning nodes on on the network means that we we might be able to to reach a a, a pretty like a, a a good portion of of the globe um i was looking at sort of the country breakdown between nodes on the network and uh yeah we we could reach a a, a fair amount of uh yeah you can you can send payments basically anywhere if you're if you're connected to a well connected node and and i i'm pretty sure like my node is pretty well connected just as like a humble pleb like like yeah like we can send a payment to africa sure like like anywhere in europe definitely like sure let's go for it Bullish. and and the amount of value that we have on the lightning network just appreciates with the bitcoin price because people aren't closing channels when when bitcoin like rockets up like 10% that that means that we have the ability to transact like extremely cheaply over the over the lightning network and so so we can undercut uh, visa or any other payment processor and and we can do it just just based on our incentives like i'm incentivized to to run a node and continue to continue to run a node like because it it provides a small amount of yield for me and it also reduces the costs of of transactions that i might want to make on chain uh it's it's a fantastic opportunity and and i think it's it's only going to grow from there like as new markets develop um like one thing that i've been interested in is is uh just selling your information because as a lightning node like you have an idea of which payments cross your node and and that is uh it's critical strategic information for someone else to deploy a node uh if they know where payments are going then they might have an idea about the demand uh for for that particular route and so they they could strategically deploy capital which which means that that like i'm in a good situation so that not only could i uh route payments but i could also sell data uh on on the payments that i've routed and uh, i'm i'm really really excited about that that information and privacy market that is going to be uh, developing on, on the lightning network interesting bullish get a bullish yes fellas get a bullish bullish <laughs> bullish <laughs> let's go all right guys uh i'm gonna wrap this up but before i go i think uh i think we have to don't do it we we well i know we we still got technically two topics left the first one is last week if you guys listened to teacher's lounge we we did the rumor mill uh and it was on walmart stacking bitcoin we still don't have an official source but we got someone that that i guess leaked it on twitter and said you heard it here first walmart stacking and and we had to correct them and tell them no they heard it here first so guys i guess we're just always ahead of the curve nick we're we're just trying we to started the walmart rumor <laughs> we started the walmart yeah we got some shit for that too cuz we we didn't post the source 
And we're like, dude, it's it's a rumor. Like we told you it was a rumor. And uh, like, is this not is this not high school, guys? Like, this is just yeah, gossip. Rumors hour. don't need a source. <laughs> this is this is Bitcoin TMZ. Like, come on, Nick. Yo, I'm hearing I'm hearing Apple bought Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I don't have anything to back it up, but I'm just bullish. It's the tingle. He's got the tingle to back it up. Come on. I know Apple wow. bought Bitcoin. I just don't know when they will. <laughs> All their employees, whoever hasn't yet, should be fired. Let's go. Let's go. Get Yo, Shout out Sacramento Kings. Maybe my new favorite basketball team. Hey. Maybe not. Yeah, that that was cool. Uh, so since since uh, Wanik has brought it up, Sat Kings. Given, given a Sat Kings. Sat Kings. Sat Town. <laughs> Let's go. They given people the option to get paid in Bitcoin, which 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 sprang Rodolfo at MBK creating PaysBitcoin.org. So go check that out and see who's paying their their employees in Bitcoin. So it, the dominoes are falling, right, guys? Like there's, it's, a, there's an epic tweet that happened today. The Sat Kings news came out and then darren rovell who's some like journalist sports journalist said oh like under the nba clause of like the player agreement you can't like pay somebody in bitcoin and then jag mallers responded just watch oh yo <laughs> jack's that dude bro <laughs> dude i saw i i retweeted something someone did like a little snippet of his and I, it was just such a bullish little two minutes of Jack just basically telling everyone to go fuck themselves and that Ellen Strike has just reinvented the game and PayPal better watch their ass. And it's just like so bullish, man. Strike's so bullish. I still Dude. I still have a weird limit on my strike, though. Jack, you know, I know you're listening out there, bro. Raise my limits, dog. She, she Jack, give me that meme job already, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, his response to the NBA CBA was like, dude, call me when a government is like coming at us. Peace. Like, <laughs> fuck off. You know? How's that oh. to the governments? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you think the NBA CBA is going to stop people from buying Bitcoin? Like, oh, uh, okay. Let's fucking go. All right, guys. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's <laughs> All right. Uh, it, it's not it's not Bitcoin Kindergarten. If if we don't do over under, over over, <laughs> we're we're still on the meme number. Uh, sixty nine four twenty. We're currently at fifty six thousand three hundred ninety seven. Oh oh oh! Wow. Exhale sixty nine k on four twenty. Wow, that was. Dude, that would be some meme meme action. That would be some shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have I been bearish for the past three weeks. I, I think I'm gonna have to go over just so I can't I can't continue to be bearish. So we're getting some overs. We're getting overs. It's it's dude. I all right. So I had a friend. He he's he's just got into Bitcoin. Under, please, Jesper. Jesper is bearish. Get him. All right. So I, I had a friend, and and he's seeing 
like institutional adoption of Bitcoin, and and he's getting the tingle. He's like, dude, I had I had to buy some. It seems like some shit's gonna happen, and and he's big in the stock market, and he's been getting wrecked for the past month or so. And I'm just over here like chilling. I'm like, dude, we're still smooth sailing. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Life's good over here. He's like, dude, I've been getting wrecked a little bit. And he's finally getting into Bitcoin markets. And he he like asked me, he's like, yo, is this the final dip? And I'm like, man, fuck if I know, but it sure feels like that. So, I mean, it feels like, dude, personally, I know I'm a bull tart. I'm always a bull tart. And so I'm always optimistic on the price going up, but it just feels like this price is going to explode, dude. Once it breaks 60, this shit's going to go insane. That's my two sets. I don't know if you guys want to want to say some things and, and then we'll wrap this one up. Yo, Michael Saylor, if you're listening, have another conference with all your <laughs> friends. <bro. laughs> Wait, now he's listening, dude, I'm bro. Dude, I'm bullish when like people are actually uh really not into shit coins when i hear that as like mainstream like hey like yeah that's a shit coin you know like until people like people are still like in group chats i see they're like yeah but like what about cardano and like i'm like fuck like we're still early you know well we're, so, we're super early but shisha i think that's that's gonna be for a while dude like i i, I feel like that's part of the cycle you you come into Bitcoin. Some people are are taught the correct way that they, they they get countered by the, the maxis, and they're like, okay, I should only stack Bitcoin. And then people get get caught up in the gains, and so they go shitcoin. Some of them get wrecked. They they don't come back until the next time they hear it. And some of them become Bitcoiners, and and they realize the game. So I agree with you, but I feel like that is only going to happen a decade from now in hyper bitcoinization when when bitcoin's the stable stable store of value medium exchange unit of account where people are like you're being an idiot or at least not even saying you're being an idiot but maybe they'll realize that shit coins are nothing but gambles and it won't be on the same pedestal in in the normie mind with bitcoin because like, you know, once you're in the rabbit hole, you understand that it's all about Bitcoin. But if you, you know, if you need to go gamble, there's the shitcoin casino and, you know, free market, do whatever you want. But the real shitcoiners are the ones that are like, oh, you know, Bitcoin is slow and this is better. And you're like, dude, you drank the Kool-Aid. You're, you're running up the wrong tree because Bitcoin's already won. But I, I think I'd agree hyper rippleization. <laughs> <laughs> the banks are using it, bro. Oh man. Oh I love all the storylines. <laughs> oh my god. Five hundred eighty nine dollars, bro. Just wait. Yeah, I mean I agree Africa with you. Partnership. I, agree with you I agree with all of what you said. Well, uh, I, I I'm learning just as much as you are. I think that's that's my favorite part about class, is you know I I have a certain foothold on Bitcoin, but the more I communicate with you guys and and the more I learn, the more the more I know we're right. So shouts out to all you Bitcoiners out there. Shouts out to everyone that showed up tonight. You guys are the real MVPs. 
I hope this was a, a decent episode. I hope it starts pumping for us. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll most likely have some more bullish news for you guys. Shoot, shoot What's us. What's up, Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Uh, I don't know, guys. Try, try to... Uh, Try to talk to some new coiners and and let's get some questions or or filter some some here so it's not just the the standard Bitcoin kindergarten surf, circle jerk. So uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Nick, you want to say some things? Just for <coughs> say some things. Last words, everyone. Last words. Anyone's got some last words? Nothing really. Shit posting the way. All right. All right, guys. Well, love you guys. Love all you people out there, you beautiful people out there. Keep stacking. Keep staying humble. And and enjoy your life. Bitcoin Bitcoin makes your life better. I don't I don't know what else we what else we can say. Stack or die. Let's go. Learn something new. Number go up. Let's go. All right. Peace out, guys. <laughs>